How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. One league that is uh, business as usual, that, of course, is uh, Roger Goodell's National Football League and the team that we all lo- uh, you know, know and love are the, the team with the wings, the Philadelphia Eagles. The ultimate insider for the Eagles is my good friend Dave Spadaro, who joins us. The first thing i got to ask you, Dave, and, you know, everybody is, you know, dealing with this thing in their own way. You're watching movies, and you were watching a movie tonight, so we got to know what movie was it. And, uh, the movie was Joker with, with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Uh, An up, Uplifter. And it was so intense. <laughs> <laughs> it was so intense. It was great. It was like, it was just really awesome art. He was phenomenal. The music was terrific. Absolutely. Loved being, you know, terrorized by the rise of Joker. Have you been a fan of, you know, the Batman and every, the whole series all along? Yeah, my daughter, who I'm staring at right now, who's 23, gigantic fan of Batman always, and we always watch Batman. All the there have been various iterations. When I was a kid, of course, I watched the Batman cartoon. I'm uh, not cartoon. The series with uh, with Adam West and um, Robin Ward was Robin. Oh wait, Bruce Burt Ward was Ward. Robin. Burt, Burt Ward. Ward was Robin, and and Adam West was. Uh, um, Batman, yes. Yeah, and right. say and the great Cuban actor Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero, yes, yeah. he was. Was the yeah. original Joker and the Riddler, <laughs> who was Frank Gorshin, who was a great yes. stand-up comedian. Frank Gorshin was uh, was the Riddler. So a great I choice. Credits, I, I remember the credits rolling through in my head right now. I'm yeah. thinking of the actual credits. I'm trying oh, to remember the who the actress was because she was gorgeous. Uh, the actress uh, was. Um, that Catwoman um, that played Catwoman. Yeah, I want to say Barbara Seldon, but that was that was Agent Ninety Nine. Yeah. Um, Bar- oh gosh, I forget. I don't know. Well, yeah, let's, and- let's talk Eagles. <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, let's let's, let's get into the movie. Eagles. A heck of a week for the birds, huh? They, what'd you th- you know? Give give me your take overall on, uh, on on what Howie was able to pull off here and and some of the holes he plugged. All right, so we'll, I spoke to you I think two weeks ago, right? Or yes. right before free agency began. Mm-hmm. And my biggest want was a defensive end um, for the defense. Uh, and the Eagles, there really wasn't a defensive end out there. So they continued to add to defensive tackle. And the idea is collapse offensive lines from the inside out. And you can move Malik Jackson out to end and just get better at defensive line. Mission accomplished with Javon Hargrave, who just apparently fits. I mean, I don't, I'm not as familiar with him. I, I, I get my information from scouts from coaches, et cetera, and they just think that he'll be a perfect addition up the field, wreak havoc, 
win at the line of scrimmage. Don't let the quarterback step up. Continue to be great against the run. Really good signing. Good young ascending player. Okay, and then mm-hmm. straight for Darius Slay. Uh, I'm thrilled about that. I think that the Eagles clearly needed a an upgrade at cornerback, and Slay is. I think he'll really benefit from coming into a winning culture. Very talented. They got a blue chip. They, to me, they've got two blue chip talents. Hargrave may not be there in most people's minds, but for his role, it's a blue chip role. So when you can add two blue chip talents, that's a win in free agency. And so the the fact that they addressed the defense throughout, um, not a huge surprise to me because I expect the offense to be addressed significantly through the draft. You know, the, the organization is getting a lot of heat from a lot of different directions about how they went about the, the, the decision with Malcolm Jenkins. I, I, I look at both sides, uh, you know, and I see the pros and cons. I, I try to look at it from, from Howie's point of view. A lot of the fans are, are, are disappointed. Where do you land on, on, uh, on how they dealt with, uh, with Malcolm and how they're going to replace him? So it, there comes a time in every player's career when teams make a decision, is this player, you know, how much am I going to invest in this player and project what he's going to do, okay? Mm-hmm. In the case of Malcolm, we all love Malcolm Jenkins in every way. But there comes a time where you go, okay, do I want to invest that much money in that position or do I want to take some of that money and allocate it to other positions. Um, so instead of paying Malcolm Jenkins, whatever it was, seven and a half, eight million dollars, right? Correct. You you sign Will Parks to a one-year deal. You take some of the responsibilities that Jalen Mills has and use them in that role as well. You know, you kind of you kind of rearrange your allocation of money and you put it into somebody like Darius Slay and Javon Hargrave. Clearly, the Eagles felt that what the position, the role that Malcolm Jenkins was projected to play, they had a dollar value at, you know, for that position. That's how you assess, that's how you balance rosters and, and manage it all and make sure that you are allocating the right amount of dollars into each position. And if you judge Malcolm as a pure deep safety, you know, by NFL standards, that's a different category of dollars. But the position he was playing was a lot of linebacker as well. So that's a lower in the, you know, the Eagles don't go crazy investing in linebackers. True. And, and so if you include Malcolm in that role, then you go, okay, I understand. I'm not going to pay X amount of dollars for that role. Does that make sense? We all yeah. appreciate what Malcolm has done. It's so basically it, what Bill Belichick's been doing for years. It's a t- the, the thing that I really found very interesting at the end of 2019, Howie and Doug come out and, how he says how he felt very um, he felt very not indebted but he felt very you know uh, um, uh, emotional about veteran players and he felt very loyal to them and so forth and that can get you into trouble and I think that maybe 2018 going into 2019 the Eagles bring back Jason Peters bring back Darren Sproles etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, and it didn't really work out that well. Sometimes you have to say goodbye to people you love, and that's <clears throat> that's I think the case here. Yeah, we we saw that, uh, Dave. We I think we saw that in baseball with the Phillies, 
when, you know, some of the veterans got contract extensions when maybe their, their better years had come and gone, you know, and they were on the downside, and then you sign them to multi-year deals, and you're going to have to live with them through the down years, and, and it kind of yeah. drags your franchise back. Yeah, but you go for that glory, man. As an organization, you go, all right, what's my best option to be as competitive as I can possibly be for the next two, three years? That's kind of the way you have to look at it. And When the Phillies did it, we all knew the risk, and I think everybody understood that it was the right decision. You go for it one last time because you have to. You're gonna you're gonna always go through cycles in sports, and uh, it's tough to make that decision to to hold them or to fold them. And we all love Malcolm, and he got a really good deal in New Orleans. It's gonna be a good situation for him. Wish him the best of luck. But the Eagles' defense is changing. They want versatile guys. They want a little bit more speed. They want a little bit more youth. And I think that, and certainly physicality up front, dominance up front, I think that's what this Eagles defense is on the way to becoming. Still some work to do there. You know, linebacker, you'd love to get one. But mm-hmm. for the most part, the defense has gotten on paper at this point. They all going to learn the defense, and we don't know how much time we're going to have here in the preseason. Uh, but on paper, uh, I think that those getting those two players and surrounding them with, you know, a, a nice upgrade at nickel cornerback in nickel Roby Coleman. I, I hear great things about the way he's going to fit in. You've got versatility on defense, and you've at, you add another ass kicker up front on at the defensive line position. Looking forward then toward the draft, now that these particular players have been added, uh, it, it does give Howie some breathing room to shift his focus onto some other needs. You know, obviously, you know, receiver, uh, and maybe a couple of other places uh, that, that they can go. Uh, tell me about uh, the draft, what you think to, that the focus is, and could they move up if, they, if there's a shot to get somebody they really, really want? Yeah, I think they've always allowed themselves to be flexible. They could move up. They've got eight draft picks now. That's important. You want to keep that, that number as high as possible. Um, certainly wide receiver is a position that everybody talks about. Everybody gets the, the whole picture here. Uh, would love to get some more speed on offense. I don't think the Eagles will go into a season um, ever without making sure that Carson Wentz has as much around him as he can possibly have. So, you know, you are going to see them address the offense. And I'm going to tell you, keep the defense coming. It's, their defense is not complete either. You want to hit on a volume, a high number of your picks. If you're able to keep eight picks, Ricky, you know, ideally you want to hit on hit hard on four or five of those picks and um can they move up sure does that mean they have to give up more draft picks i think that would be the problem yeah. i i i i but but again i don't know what their board looks like they're working in very different circumstances right now uh without being able to see players in person uh that does change things pro days that changes things so um but yeah the, the, I think the needs are, are pretty obvious on this football team. This, this is going to be a year like no other, Dave, where each individual organization is going to lean on their scouting department probably more than ever before for the very same reasons you just brought up. And if there's one thing the Eagles do have in that front office, it's a heck of a group as far as, uh, as scouting and, and football research. Howie will be prepared on draft day. Yeah, and you're going to probably judge more on – well. Look, I don't know how much it truly changes. Like, do you really judge? Do you really change the opinion of a player based on his pro day? Well, where it makes a difference sometimes is 
later round picks, you know, diamonds in the rough kind of players who show you some burst of athleticism on the pro day. And you go, okay, he's somebody who's going to be worth developing more so than what he showed you on tape. But I think generally what you show a football team, a professional scouting team over three years, four years of college football, what you do on the field and how you back up your character, your work ethic, that means more than anything. Yeah, it's going to be totally different. You're going to have, by the way, I just am hoping for a full season. Okay. Like in my mind, I don't know where this thing's going. I hope everybody's being safe out there and be patient and everybody do our part. We'll get through it together. Um, I just want to be there when the season starts and can't wait till the NFL begins. Major league baseball begins. All of this begins. I, I miss sports so much, Ricky, but, and, but everybody's working in totally different new environments in terms of investing in players that you're used to dotting the I's and crossing the T's with these final visits that you make. And so you're not going to have that opportunity. So there is going to be a little bit more base on what you've seen on the football field rather than this postseason, you know, dog and pony show showing off the players in interviews and in workouts. Where can fans who are hungry for content, hungry for information, you're the guy that brings it to them, tell the fans where during this period they can keep as close in touch as possible with you and the birds. Yeah, we're really getting great, great stuff out there. Uh, wonderful interview last week with Howie. Um, we plan to get a Doug and, and a bunch of people up. Uh, so my podcast is called the Eagles Insider Podcast. I had five of them last week. I'm going to keep churning them out. I find I understand the need for therapy for everyone, and so uh, we are working really, really hard to bring as much stuff through our social channels, channels at, at Eagles on Twitter, you know, PhiladelphiaEagles.com, all that. Follow the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to give you great access. We're not going to tell you who the Eagles are drafting because we don't know, but we will give you wonderful access into all the Eagles scattered around the world getting ready for the 2020 season. Were you ever a Sopranos fan? Uh, you know, I gave it one. So I, I've not. That's I. I I'll, let's. Can we do two minutes of TV suggestions? Yes. Because I'd love to hear. All right. I'll tell you what I'm watching right now. The English game is terrific. It's about the English uh, beginning of the FA Cup in 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 Britain, mm-hmm. um, Great Britain. So soccer. It's a great story. Um, that's kind of it right now. Uh, and Ozark started last night for me. So I'm psyched about that. What do you got for me? Well, the other question that I asked the audience, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you off the TV, and the audience has been contributing tonight with the most painful losses that they've ever experienced, regardless whether it's pro, college, or maybe no. a Little League game that Dave Spadaro was involved in. No, no, a no, game... it's not even close. It's not Go even ahead. close. It's the, it's the loss to Tampa Bay 2002 NFC Championship game, the worst loss in the history of Philadelphia sports. Final game at Veterans Stadium. Uh, miserable, just horrible um, dejection. And the lesson, one of the great lessons I learned in my life that I, and I think I told this story once, maybe to you, that I was slumped over after losing that game. And the post-game press conference was in a locker room. And I was sitting there waiting for Andy Reid to come out. And I was slumped over. And Ted Williams, Eagles running backs coach, taps me on the shoulder and goes, never let him see you down. And I've never let people see me down after that. Can't let them see you down, but it hurts so much. Hurts well, so much. That, during, that was the worst during, loss ever. 
during this period that we're going through, let never let him see you down, my friend. And I know you and never your family are. Yeah, we're, you got your chin up, and we're all going to get through this together. Dave, everybody's going to follow you. You know that. We'll talk to you Thank again you. when we get close to the draft, my friend. Anytime, Ricky. Thanks. Be safe, everyone. All right. That's the great Dave Spadaro, the ultimate Eagles insider. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.